0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Faithfully Unscripted, the podcast that gives real-life stories on how to navigate our faith when our humanness gets in the way. Today, everyone, we are talking about fear. Now, this is so crazy to me because when I first sat down and was thinking about some different ideas for different episodes, I'll be honest and say I had a list of all these different emotions that I have personally felt. Um, but this one was a little bit different for me. Uh, I I thought about talking about fear um, here recently and trying to stay as close and authentic to the title of our podcast, which is Faithfully Unscripted. I felt like God was telling me to talk about fear because that is a real feeling that I'm experiencing in some parts of my life right now. So instead of coming up with all these topics and trying to figure out what would be the best first episode, God told me, well, you need to start with where you are right now and the things that you're afraid of. So I was like, okay, I guess that'll be one of the first topics that we cover. And that's how we landed on uh, the episode for today called Faithfully Fearful. Now, before we talk about fear and and all the things that are affiliated with it, I first want to just define it for you. So fear is defined as an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So that's what the actual definition is of fear. And another definition is to simply be afraid of something. Now, I know that fear is a common thing. It's something that everybody experiences. Um, but a lot of times in our relationship with God and even like being a Christian, I hear people say, well, if you're afraid, then your faith image isn't strong enough, or you must not be praying, or you don't believe in God if you're afraid. Well, I want to say on this podcast that being afraid and having fear is not something new. There are so many people in the Bible, and there are so many people that really do experience fear. So my first point that I want to make out to you guys today is that fear is... It ain't nothing new. There's nothing new about fear. And we're going to go through a couple of characters in the Bible who were actually afraid about different things. And we'll walk through those so you can see that it's not just you. And it's definitely common and it's okay to be afraid of things. It's actually very normal. So let's talk about some of the people that were afraid in the Bible. Now, me recently, I just started reading about Gideon. And anybody that knows a little bit about Gideon's story is that. Gideon um, had a real fear of the Midianites. They were in this territory where they had enemies all around them. And it got so bad that Gideon was actually hiding in a wine press um, when he was making food. So imagine he's uh, beating wheat and all that stuff. And imagine being so afraid of your enemy, that you are doing something out of the norm in a place that you shouldn't be doing it. So he was down underground in a wine press uh, because he had so much fear about the Midianites, and just he was just at a very low place in his life. His community was um, in a bad place, and they were just—he was just afraid. So he was literally hiding in a wine press, and that is an example of fear already right there. Just. Just the notion of running away from something or someone that you think is coming to attack you. Another person who has some real-time fear was Moses. Everybody knows the story of Moses, how he was put in a basket, pushed down the river. He was um, received by Pharaoh's daughter and he was raised as an Egyptian. And then he lived his life as an Egyptian until one day he saw a slave being mistreated and he actually killed someone. He made a mistake and he murdered someone who was treating um, the slaves really, really poorly. So in that situation, Moses made a huge mistake. He literally took someone's life. And because of that big mistake he made, he ended up running away from Egypt. And because he was ashamed, he had made a really big mistake. He knew that he was going to get in a lot of trouble for it. And so he ran. He actually ran away from Egypt. So sometimes we do that too. We make mistakes and we run from our past. And for Moses, Moses ran all the way to Jethro's village and he lived there for years, you know, in this fear of not being able to stay and having to leave Egypt because he was afraid because of a mistake he made, he ended up running. Another person is, oh my gosh, and we, we've we been talking about running and environments, but what about running away from things that you don't even know the how the result is going to be? So I bring up for this example, uh, the spies. So after the children of Israel went through the wilderness, they finally got to Canaan and 10 spies were sent to go into Canaan and investigate the land. So all 10 of these spies They saw everything God said. They saw how big the grapes were and they saw this wonderful place, but they also saw the people that lived in Canaan. So when they came back, when 10 of the spies came back from Canaan to report to Moses and the children of Israel what Canaan was like, yeah, they did talk about how great the food was, but they also had a fear of the people that were inhabiting the space who were living in Canaan. And even though God told them that Canaan was going to be theirs, they could not get over what they saw. They even said, uh, the scripture says that they even mentioned that the fruit is so big, but, but we are tiny, tiny, tiny compared to the people that are living in Canaan, compared to those massive giants that are in Canaan. So the spies were afraid. And not all of them, there were 10 spies, but two of them actually were not afraid. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But that's a fear, right? It's a fear. Even though God told them that they were going to have the promised land and that they were going to inhibit that land, it didn't matter. For these spies, even though, yes, they did see some of the promises of God, they were still like really terrified of the people that were in that place. So those are just some examples of people in the Bible who actually feared, whether it was a fear of a past mistake, a fear of an enemy, or a fear of an environment. Fear is something that happens all the time. So if you are walking with God and you're trying to strengthen your relationship and and working on who you are and you're afraid, I just want you to know that that's perfectly fine. It's normal to have fear. So we've talked about some people in the past and in the scriptures that have fear Um, But now let me talk to you about my fears and oh my gosh, when it came to narrowing down what I was going to talk about, if we had all day, I could do an eight hour podcast about all the things I'm afraid of. Um, I'm afraid of uh, what, what, how my children are going to end up, you know, how am I on a day to day basis how am I showing up in the world for them? What kind of what kind of little humans am I raising? I have four kids. And when I see them make mistakes and do dumb stuff, I just think, oh my gosh, what are they gonna become? Like, is their girlfriend gonna call me years down the line and be like, what did you do to him, you know? Um, I have fears about my future. Uh, these are real time fears that I'm experiencing right now. Uh, for those that, of you that don't know, I recently just sold my company after five and a half years. And for five and a half years, you guys, I was the owner of Peace of Mind Events. I was a business owner. That's all I've been. And even before that, I had worked at a restaurant for 14 years. So before I became this business owner, I was the general manager of a restaurant. You know, I've always had something to call myself. Um, and in this season right now, where I'm at in real time, I don't even know how to introduce myself. <laughs> I sometimes I'm just like, "Hi, my name is Charday," you know. Um, and it's a weird, weird place to be. And also, right now with my career, I don't even know where I'm headed. You know, I, I I used to have like a real clear vision of of where I was being led to do and things I was being led to to follow and pursue. But in this time right now, you guys. I really have no idea what my future holds, and that is a scary place. I'm used to being a go getter and making sure that things happen and trying to build connections and all these things so I could get to the next level and do the next big thing. But right now, I am in a season of um, of fear with my future. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I, I know I'm supposed to be doing this podcast, <laughs> so here I am now doing this, but. Other than that, you know, when it comes to financial stability, am I supposed to pick a new career? Should I should I still do something in events? Should I drop the events altogether and go into a completely different field? You know, I had started writing a book. Do I publish my book? Do I keep working on my book? Am I supposed to be doing speaking engagements? Like, oh my gosh, I have so many fears about my career because it's not set. I don't, I don't have a clear vision of what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's a real-time fear. Um, Another fear that I have is just making mistakes. You know, I talk about being a parent and wondering how my kids are going to turn out. But I also think about what kind of mom am I? Am I being the right mom? Am I sharing too much about my life as a kid? Am I being overprotective? I have two kids in high school. I have a middle schooler and I have an elementary student. So How do I navigate, you know, am I being too hard on the teenagers and too soft on my daughter? Like, oh my gosh. And then it comes to peer pressure and TikTok and YouTube and all the things. So I have fears about the mistakes, the mistakes that I'm making, you know, am I doing the right thing as a mother? I have no idea. No idea. So those are some of the fears that I have. But I want to talk about the most recent fear, (laughs) which involves you all, my wonderful audience. My most recent fear is this podcast. That's right. This faithfully unscripted podcast that I am talking to you guys on is my most recent fear. And I'll tell you a little bit why, why it is so far. And I think this is why God told me to talk about fear so that I could really authentic, authentically show you what I'm going through, okay? So these are my fears about this podcast. Number one. I love a good podcast. (laughs) Like I listen to Know For Sure. I listen to Tim Ross. I listen to motivational podcasts. My friends send me podcasts all the time. I listen to business and leadership podcasts. Like I just love podcasts because they are authentic stories and I just connect to them in such a, a great way. And for me, when I felt like God was telling me to do a podcast, first of all, I thought he was joking <laughs> because I hear good podcasts all the time. The environment and the energy around podcasting is is amazing. And I don't know anything about podcasts. Like, as you can see, obviously, I'm sure there are tons of tons of problems with this video that I'm making right now. Um, and it's not even a video. See, it's a podcast. I'm sure there's some a million things wrong with this very episode. And so for me, my biggest fear is like I hear great podcasts all the time. How is my podcast going to be different than anybody else's? Why in the world would anybody scroll through Apple Podcasts and and post me and want to listen to my information? I have no idea. So that is a real time fear. If you notice, I haven't even been putting out any episodes. <laughs> I haven't even been putting out episodes. They have an option for, you know, the frequency of your podcast. Are you going to do weekly episodes, bi-weekly? I didn't even pick any of those. I just did. I put like unscheduled because honestly, for me to pull this microphone out and just toss to you guys like I'm doing is terrifying because I don't know what you guys are going to think. I don't know if I'm going to be ranked as the top podcaster of all time. Am I going to be in the top 100 or way down in the bottom? I don't even know if anybody even listens to this podcast. Maybe I'm talking to no one. I have no idea. So my fear so far has with this podcast has been one that I hear great podcasts all the time. And why would anybody want to listen to my story? That's a fear I have, a real-time fear. Like, y'all have no idea. Another fear that I have about this podcast is that I've never done this before. I used to be an event planner. (laughs) And before I was an event planner, I was a restaurant business owner. So I don't even have like the experience. This is not something that I used to do all the time. And now I've just decided to have a podcast or I've done this for years. And this is just a different type for me. No, y'all. I have never done this before. Like, never, never done it. I have tried, attempted to do a podcast once before, um, but it was in a professional organization that I was in. And we did maybe like two episodes and didn't get to finish it. But it was just on the whim. It was just something to do. You know, it was not something serious like this. So my fear with this podcast is one, I've never done it before, and I'm sure it shows. And two, like, this is not what's in my past and how, what in the world does this podcast have to do with event planning, with small business ownership, with leadership and all the things that I've done? What does a podcast have to do with the the restaurant in the hospitality industry? I have no idea. So it's a real fear y'all for sure. Like it is a real, real fear. Another fear that I have about this podcast is that I don't have all the tools, you know, I, I reached out to a family member and shared my podcast with her and she had just spoken to someone else that had a podcast and kind of sent me some tips and things, you know, that you need to consider when you're doing a a podcast and honestly like I felt overwhelmed. You know, I got that list and I thought, see God, this is why I can't do this. This document right here with all these things about how to edit and all this stuff and the software and how long it takes and how to build an intro song and all this stuff. This is why I can't do a podcast. So my fear is just being unprepared. Like I don't have all the tools. I don't have a mixer or or, uh, editing, whatever. I don't know. All the things, right, that I I thought I was supposed to have um, that I don't have. I don't have a professional studio (laughs) to do a podcast. So these are some of the fears that I had when it came to this podcast. And yes, the concept is great. And yes, I can come up with a million topics, but I felt like unprepared and I felt silly, you know. And real talk. This is Faithfully Unscripted. I still feel that way. I still feel unprepared. And I still feel like this is not my lane. And I still feel like there are so many other podcasts that are better than mine. So these are real-time fears, like real-time. But I will say that while I have these fears, one of the things that I want to share with you is it is normal to have fear. We talked about what fear means and that it's not something new, that there are tons of people in the Bible that have fears. And also I shared with you some of my fears, but what I wanna tell you about fear is that you are not supposed to let it keep you frozen. No matter what happens, no matter what you're afraid of, you have to keep moving. You can definitely be scared and keep going. And I think sometimes fear can immobilize you. It can make you feel stuck because you don't feel qualified to do this. And because you don't have the tools, you don't try. Well, that is such a lie. And I'll go, I'll walk with you like what that has been for me in with my experience. So with me, let's go back to this podcast. So one of the things I told you I was afraid of is that I hear good podcasts all the time, right? And these are the arguments that I told God. I was like, listen, God, I hear what you're saying. It sounds all well and good. But I just want you to know that I've never done this before. I don't know how to do this. I don't have anything. I don't know what's going on. And what I was reminded of is that every great person that I listened to started with something that wasn't polished. So I'm sure the first episode of The Basement with Tim Ross, I'm sure it was... Probably a hot mess. It was the first one he'd ever done. And the more he started doing those podcasts, the better he got, right? So every person in your life that is really, really great at something, they didn't start great at that. They built up to greatness. And so with me relating to this podcast, yeah, this podcast is probably pretty crazy right now, but it's my first one. It's the first time I've ever tried anything like this. But I know that the more I do it, the better I'll get. You know, it's just like riding a bike. The first time you ride a bike, you fall off the bike. You look crazy. If you're like me, you end up hurting yourself. But over time, you start riding that bike over and over again. Pretty soon the training wheels come off. And next thing you know, you're riding down a hill, you know, with no problem. So when I think about this podcast and I think about how amazing all the other ones are, I'm reminded that, All those amazing people, they started off with something that wasn't perfect. And over time, it turned out to be something great. So I do have that fear, but it's not stopping me from continuing to try, if that makes sense. Another fear that I had with the podcast and how I've been overcoming with that is, you know, I talk about just not having the tools, well, it's true. I don't have a studio in my room or in my office or even in my home. And when I talked to God about that, he was like, if you don't have the tools, get the tools. Like, that's not an excuse. And he was right. You know, when this idea kept coming to me, and let me also say that God confirmed that I was supposed to do a podcast by telling other people to tell me that I should do a podcast, <laughs> which is really crazy. But I had a friend say to me, you know, you definitely have such a great podcasting voice. Like I could hear myself listening to you, you know, and I had someone else tell me months ago that I should do a podcast and I just kind of blew it off because I didn't have the tools. I don't I don't have a studio. I don't have fancy microphones and all this stuff. But something that I was able to understand is that if you don't have the tools, then look it up. How else do you look up things? And And God was right. So what I did was... I started um, looking up different platforms that will kind of edit a podcast for you. I also started Googling the best microphones to use and and what is recommended to do a podcast by yourself. And there was tons of information. So even with this microphone, for example, I love Amazon, (laughs) like who doesn't love Amazon? But I love Amazon so much. And I was reading an article about the best microphones to get. And this one particular microphone came up, which I'm the one I'm using right now to talk to you guys. And I looked it up on Amazon and it was on sale and I was so excited about it, but I never bought it. (laughs) Like I put it in my cart. It was in my cart y'all for, oh my God, for weeks, straight weeks, it was in my Amazon cart and it was still on sale. So I wasn't worried about that. But I was afraid that if I bought this, microphone and it came to my house, then that means I really, really had to do this. Like I had to go all in. And I was terrified of what I'm doing right now, which is talking on a podcast because I've never done it. You know, you heard all my stories. But one day I built up the courage and I pressed purchase in my cart and I bought the microphone. And Two days later, thank God for Amazon Prime. But two days later, I was so excited to get this microphone that I started doing a little trailer podcast when I first got it in the mail that day. So if you don't have the tools to do something, then research it. Like that's what the internet is for. And you don't have any excuses. There's no excuse. And yes, this microphone is not the best and I don't have the best software and all that, but it's a start. And it, you don't have an excuse, basically. If God tells you to do something, then there's some tools out there and it's up to you to figure out what those things are, you know, and that has helped me with my fear. Am I still terrified every time I plug this microphone up? Absolutely. But it's not stopping me uh, from moving forward. And I think that's the the big key takeaway that I hope you guys are getting through this story. Uh, and then also, I was also worried about like, I'll go back to Tim Ross. He has this amazing intro where he actually like put a verse down in the studio. And I'm just like, man, I I don't have that. I don't have a producer to mix up an intro and outro music. And, you know, you have all these little transitional sounds and stuff in the background. I don't know how to do any of that. But, you know, something that God told me was that it really doesn't matter how it's packaged as long as the content is what they're looking for. So with my podcast, for example, I know you guys have noticed that I have like this cheesy music, <laughs> but that's the one I found because I was on this easy to use platform and that's what they had. And so even though this podcast doesn't have the bells and whistles, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what I'm talking about, which is my relationship with God and how to help people navigate what life is really look- looks like. You know, I think because I'm being authentic, In sharing my story like this, I think that's all that matters. And maybe in time, yes, it'll be fancy. (laughs) It'll be nicer. (laughs) I hope to continue to grow and make sure that you guys are not like going crazy with my unprofessionalism, but the message is not overshadowed, I hope, you know? And so even with those things that I listed, I still have the fear, but I'm not frozen solid, meaning I'm not stuck. I'm not not making a move. I'm still trying. And I think that's that's what God really wants to see. Um, and then when we talk about fear as well, I I know that sometimes in life, we typically pray for God to remove something scary for us. Um There are a lot of things that I pray for. I'm like, God, please just remove this from me. I just don't want to do this. I'm so scared. Please make it go away. Amen. (laughs) And that's not how God works. God doesn't take your fear, but what he does do is that he comes with you in your fear and he walks you through it. So let's go back to the Bible characters, right? We talked about Gideon and God found him in a wine press. And God met him in the winepress in his fear and gave him instructions and told him that he was going to be a leader of all nations. And so God went into that winepress and gave him some tools and knowledge to get some instructions to help build his courage. So a lot of times God will come wherever you are. You know, when it comes to the spies that we mentioned earlier, I told you that 10 spies actually went in, but only two of them came back with a good report to the children of Israel to encourage them to move forward. Those two spies, unlike the eight, said, this is what God promised to us and this is it and we're going to get it no matter what and I don't care what those people look like. I know what God told me and I'm going to stand on that. Those spies, the ones that remembered what God said, weren't scared. Those are actually the spies that actually made it to Canaan. And it was only two of them. The other eight spies who were just complaining and talking about how scary Canaan was, you know, they didn't even make it to Canaan. They didn't even make it to the promised land. So sometimes in your fear, you have to remember what God told you, not what it looks like, not what your friends say, not what the logic shows, because I'm a data person, not the historical trends, not what your um, forecast says, but you have to stand on what God says and that will get you through your fear too. Even with Moses, you know, we talked about Moses um, murdering someone and running away from Egypt. Well, God met him in a burning bush and he told him, well, you need to go back to Egypt and go get the children of Israel so that they can worship me in the wilderness. Well, Moses was like, hey, there's a lot of things wrong with me. And most importantly, the last time I was in Egypt, I killed someone. So there's no way you want me to do that. But God helped Moses return to Egypt. He gave him the staff in his hand and that's what he used to perform miracles. He also gave him Aaron who would talk on his behalf because he was worried about his speech. So God gave him the tools. Not only did he give him the assignment, he gave him the tools. So while he was afraid, Moses was fearful of going back and going back to a place that he was running from. God met him in the place he was hiding. Remember, he had ran all the way to live uh, in Midian with Jethro. <laughs> God met him all the way in his hiding place and said, hey, this is what I need you to do. And this is how you're going to do it. And that's what I mean. God will come to you in your fear wherever you are. And then for me, I'm here talking to you now, you know, I am terrified. I don't know how many people are even going to listen to this podcast. I don't even know if it's, uh, it could just be a waste of complete and total time. I have no idea. But here I am in the most authentic self I can be, you know, even with these scriptures and, and the things that I'm talking to you about now. I'm not a, a Bible scholar. I don't I don't know all the chapters. I know the, the basis of the stories that I mentioned, but I, I couldn't tell you where to go get them. But I know what I've read and I know my personal experience. And so those are the things that I'm leaning on. And yes, I am terrified. I don't know when you should <laughs> catch the next episode because my fear is even delaying me from scheduling out podcast episodes right now. But I'm still here. So I hope that these examples have given you some insight on how to be faithful when you're fearful. You know, if you have any fears right now, you know, how are you handling those fears? And what are some of the fears that you have? Um, I was scrolling on Instagram like most people do, and I read a really great Instagram quote that I want to share with you guys. And I hope that it will uplift you and encourage you when it comes to your fears. So the Instagram quote says, if you really want to honor God with your gifts, use them. He's not expecting perfection. He's expecting effort. And if you show up, he will handle the rest. And I think that's the best way to end this official episode on fear. Thank you guys so much for listening to faithfully unscripted before you go. Please show some love by leaving a review. How am I doing? You know, I told you guys I'm terrified. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts and just let let me know how you feel and what you think about this episode so far. And also, like I said, my fear has (laughs) prevented me from building out an episode schedule, but make sure you subscribe because you never know, there might be a new episode and I would hate for you to miss it. Thank you guys so much, and don't forget that it's okay to live faithfully unscripted.